<laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about how Vikings fans think their team is actually good. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. It's Vikings week. Yes, I had to roast you that much. Grassi, and today we're going to be breaking down and predicting every single game in week 11 of the NFL. No new patrons or YouTube members today. However, I did want to highlight once again that we are doing a fundraiser for the next week. You see the link down in the description below. We blew away our target goal of $5,000 in less than six hours. We are currently over $7,000. And a reminder that the winner is going to get a custom from the Packers Pro Shop jersey signed by yours truly, Tom Grassi. So you want to go over there. Every single $10 is an entry into the raffle. You can enter unlimited times. So go check that out. Feed in America, Eastern Wisconsin. Let's do it. So last week I went six and seven and one because you had the good old tie between the Lions and the Steelers. So right now I'm 89, 59 and one. Technically should be 90, 59 and one, but you know, ESPN screwed me over because I picked the Packers and the Packers Bengals, but it said I didn't pick anybody's, but that's neither here nor there. So I am 1,722nd in the Pick'em League, and it's just not going well. Gavin, however, it's still going well for him. Number one in the league at 104 and 45. So good on you, Gavin. Still sole control of first place. Keep up the good work. So let's dive into this, starting off with the Thursday night football game. You got the New England Patriots taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Well, Falcons fans, Tom Brady isn't there to beat you 28-3, but oh boy, the uh, Cowboys were there to just kick your ass. And for a minute, it was 28-3, and then they decided to destroy you even more. The Falcons getting obliterated by the Cowboys last week, blown out. After the Falcons were able to defeat the New Orleans Saints, you're like, oh, maybe they're going to turn it around. Well, they they did a 180, and they went backwards on a highway, and they, they were going into oncoming traffic, and then they swerved into a, a ditch. And and then they got out, and they were okay. But then there was, there was the cops were there, and they were like, hey, you, you drove on the wrong side of the road. Here, here's a fine. And the fine that they had to pay was still less than the point differential between the Cowboys and the Falcons last week. That was a really long analogy. I just got lost. Meanwhile, you had the Patriots who kicked the ever-living crap out of the Nick Chubb-less Browns. Absolutely demolishing that defense, just smothering the Browns. And Mac Jones had a very nice day. Stevenson, running back, did real, real well on the ground. This is going to be uh, not a good game. The Patriots are going to probably destroy the Falcons once again. However, as we have seen with all the parity in the league this year, who the hell knows? And I mean that. Who the hell knows? I'm going to pick the Patriots to win, but hey, maybe the Falcons are like, oh, yeah, remember that defense that shows up three games a year? Maybe this is the time that they're going to do it. Matt Ryan is just going to be slinging the, the, the rock, and it, yeah, it, the Falcons are going to lose. But I'm going to pick the Patriots here because that's what common sense says. Moving on, you got an AFC battle between the Colts and the Bills. A little bit of an intriguing matchup. The Colts, listen, 
They need to learn how to put away football games. Jonathan Taylor was like going to rush for like 400 yards against the Jaguars by the time the first quarter was over. And then you're like, oh yeah, this guy's going to crush it. And then there's like, ah, no, it's fine. Taking the Mike McCarthy play calling type. And we're like, it's fine. Let's just take our foot off the gas. The Mike McCarthy in Green Bay, by the way, you have to differentiate there. And the Jaguars almost came back and beat him. They stopped giving the ball, excuse me, to Jonathan Taylor. And so that was mind-boggling, still coming away with a win. Meanwhile, the Bills, how they lost to the Jaguars a couple weeks ago, they were like, oh, hey, Jets. Oh, Mike White is your hero? Okay, good. He's dead now. And he was. Four interceptions on the day for the Buffalo Bills defense. The offense was rocking. And, uh, yeah, the Bills looked like they were back in their OG form. This should actually be a pretty good game. I think the Colts will be able to keep up with the Bills a little bit. Uh, maybe the Colts defense is going to be able to slow down Josh Allen, but I still think the Bills are going to take this one because I imagine the Bills defense is going to force Carson Wentz to do something stupid because he's doing that just about every week now. So I'm sure he'll shuffle past it, you know, right to Ed Oliver. So yeah, Bills are going to win. Moving on, you got the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Chicago Bears. Ravens. Losing to the Dolphins on Thursday night football. That was bad. Just the defense, they couldn't stop Tua. And on top of that, their offense couldn't get anything going. They allowed the Dolphins to score double-digit points in the fourth quarter. Just an ugly game for them. The Bears, they had a bye week. And they're like, oh, good. Nothing bad can happen on a bye week. (laughs) But the Packers taking the record for most wins at home. With 451 from the Chicago Bears. So... Don't worry, we can still hurt you even if you're not playing football. This game actually might be interesting. I'm curious to see how the Bears' defense is going to deal with Lamar Jackson and just the crazy plays that he can come up with. I think the Ravens have just enough to take this, but if they come out lackadaisical, they might lose to Justin Fields. I think the Bears' offense is going to have some opportunities to score this week. However, I am going to pick the Ravens to win this one just because I think that offense is going to be able to just do enough, and I don't know if the Bears are going to be able to contain Lamar Jackson, to be completely honest, but this could be a close game. Moving on, you got the Detroit Lions versus the Browns. The Lions! You're not going 0-17! Could go 0 16 and 1, but tying the Pittsburgh Steelers and good God, Jared Goff is bad. He's just bad. Dan Campbell's just like, oh, it's third and nine. Just run it. It's fine. I don't even care if we get the first down. I just don't trust Jared Goff throwing the football. Lions having some people out. Jamal Williams not playing, of course, last week. We'll see if the Lions are going to be able to contend with the Browns and if Nick Chubb is going to be able to play because the Browns, as I already talked about, got slapped around by the Patriots. I think the Browns are going to put forth a little bit of a better effort here against a lesser opponent in the Lions. If the Lions do wind up winning, I think that'll be funny just because of the Browns and how they were terrible and they had winless seasons and the Lions did too. But I'm going to say the Browns win because if they don't, they are going in free fall mode and they will panic. Moving on, you got an AFC South matchup between the Texans and the Titans. The Texans are a bad football team. And yeah, that's pretty much what I'm going to say about them. Tyrod Taylor didn't look good when he came back. They're bad. The Titans, on the other hand, were able to just escape with a win against the New Orleans Saints because of that roughing the passer call. And they're still able to notch out W's. Now, 
It is a divisional game, one. And two, the Titans do have the easiest schedule left in terms of playoff contenders right now in terms of the seedings. They're holding on to the number one spot in the AFC, and if they want to continue to do so, they need to take care of business against the Texans, which is something I plan on them doing. And so I'm going to give the Titans the W. And Texans, yeah, I mean, maybe the draft you can get excited. Then, ladies and gentlemen... You got the Green Bay mother-loving Packers taking on the Minnesota Vikings. That's right. There's two of them now. The Vikings able to pull off a win against the Chargers last week, and Vikings fans are getting all full of themselves. Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson having themselves a day. And they're like, oh, what's this? We're like the number eight seed. Confidence. Maybe we could go to the playoffs. Well, I actually prefer it this way. I prefer the Vikings fans to have hope, have dreams, have ambition. Because you know who's coming to town. It's the boogeyman in the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers have not played the Minnesota Vikings this year yet. They have forgotten what it's like to lose at our hands. But, oh, on Sunday, they will be reminded about how great the Green Bay Packers are. Aaron Jones not going to be available. It's okay. Rashawn Gary going to play because he's a monster. Or at least most likely he's going to play. Aaron Rodgers is actually going to have a full week of practice. Good. And you're getting your safeties back and you're getting some players back. And good, you're going to get cocky. Yeah, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, they're coming into our house. We're going to blow our big stupid horn. It's going to be... That's what it's going to sound like. But it doesn't matter. You can blow your horns all you want. You can skull all you want. Because at the end of the day, the Green Bay mother-loving Packers are going to kick your ass. Could be a close game, though, but I am for the Packers winning. Then you got an AFC East matchup that everyone wants to pay to see. You got the Miami Dolphins taking on the New Jersey Jets. The Jets suck. The Dolphins suck. But the Dolphins sucked less last week. And so because of that, I'm going to have the Dolphins win because they suck a little bit less than the Jets. That's my full analysis. You could click the details more in the link. There is no link in the description. I'm sorry. Moving on, you got the New Orleans Saints taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. I talked about the Saints and how they were this close from winning against the Tennessee Titans last week, even though they had no Alvin Kamara. Hopefully Kamara's going to be able to play this week. Meanwhile, the Eagles taking on the Broncos and taking care of business there, like I predicted. Jalen Hurts looking absolutely incredible. This actually could be a really good game. It's being played in Philadelphia, and, you know, I don't hate the uh, Eagles potentially winning this game. However... I do think the Saints have a better defense here, and I think if Kamara is back, they're going to be able to just score more points than the Eagles. And so because of that, I am going to take the Saints in a very close game. However, it could go either way. Moving on, you got the Washington football team taking on the Carolina Panthers. Both teams coming away with shocking upsets last week. The Washington football team driving a stake right into the heart that is the vampire of Tom Brady. Taking him down. Taylor Heinke is just like, oh, I am going to be so good. And he was. Antonio Gibson was pretty good. And they just played keep away. Tom Brady forced into some mistakes, had two interceptions, and the Washington football team was able to pull off the upset. Thank you, Wildflower. Meanwhile, the Panthers went up against a Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins-less 
Arizona Cardinals also didn't have Chase Edmonds, and they were able to make quick work of that. It looks like Cam Newton is going to be the starter on Sunday, and you could have a pretty interesting game here, even though P.J. Walker didn't play that bad. So I am going to pick the Panthers to win this year. Washington's defense is getting a little bit better, um, but I'm going to pick the Panthers at home. That crowd's going to be electric for Cam Newton's return. Uh, and it should be a pretty fun game. Moving on, you got the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. The 49ers. Well, that upset on Monday night football, obliterating the LA Rams with OBJ and Von Miller. They were just like, oh, what if we just ran the ball like 43 times? Oh, that works? Oh, okay. And it worked. Jimmy G was accurate all night, played really, really well. And that run game absolutely was unstoppable. Meanwhile, the Jaguars, like I spoke about, they were close to knocking off the Colts after clawing their way back. And it's clawing because they're cats. And unfortunately, while they can take down a Cayman in real life, the Jaguars could not take down the Colts. I am going to have the 49ers to win this one just because I think they are a better coach team. I think they're a better team overall. And the 49ers should get another W. Then you got two teams that desperately need a win. You got the Cincinnati Kitty Goes Meow Bengals taking on the Vegas Raiders. The Bengals had a bye week, and they needed it because, yeah, everyone in the North lost, so they, they didn't. So, yay, that's good. But the Bengals uh, have been free-falling a little bit. Last time they played, they got their ass kicked by the Browns. Meanwhile, the Raiders, they just got their ass kicked by the Chiefs. They made the Chiefs look like the Chiefs of old. So now if the Chiefs start dominating the league again, you can thank the Raiders for giving them that self-confidence. And I'll, you know, listen, I'm all about self-confidence and, you know, loving yourself and all that great stuff. But Raiders, no, you, you did bad. Both these teams are technically playoff contenders. They are in the hunt, but they need to start winning some more football games. I think that this game could come down to the wire. It depends on what the Raiders do on defense. They allow Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase to carve up that secondary like they allowed Patrick Mahomes to do, it's going to be a long, long night. I am going to have the Bengals take this one. Coming out of the bye week, maybe they're going to be a little bit more well-rested. They'll have a game plan for this. And so because of that, I'm going to go with the kitty goes meow. You're welcome. Then you have one of the best matchups of the week. You got the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Woo! This is the kind of game that's going to sort out if these teams are pretenders or not. Couple weeks ago, Cowboys got their ass kicked by the Broncos. Then they absolutely decimated the Falcons. Chiefs haven't been playing well. However, they were able to beat the Aaron Rodgers less Green Bay Packers by 13 to 7. And then they absolutely demolished the Raiders. This should be a really fun game. Now, I don't trust the Chiefs defense. And I think that's what it's going to come down to. I don't think the Cowboys defense is godly, but I think they're going to do just enough to limit Patrick Mahomes. And I know both offenses can score a crap ton of points. So because of that, much to my chagrin, I'm actually going to pick the Dallas Cowboys here. It is being played in Arrowhead. So maybe Patrick Mahomes is able to pull a little magic off there. It's a little bit of a hostile environment to play in, but I'm going to pick the Cowboys here. And if I'm wrong, I still win either way. Then you got an NFC West matchup between two birds. The Arizona Cardinals taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Kyler Murray apparently close to returning, and they're going to need him back. They miss him desperately, along with DeAndre Hopkins. As we talked about, the Cardinals suffering defeat just could not stop Cam Newton or P.J. Walker last week. Meanwhile, the Seahawks were shut out by the Green Bay Packers. Russell Wilson's first time being shut out ever in his career, and that was fun. I don't know who's going to play. If Kyler Murray plays, I think the Cardinals are going to be able to win this game. 
Seahawks defense did a really nice job containing the Packers until the fourth quarter. Uh, if Kyler Murray is back, I don't think they're going to have enough of an easy time. However, Russell Wilson should be at least a little bit more acclimated to playing. I am going to pick the Cardinals here. However, again, if they don't have Kyler Murray, I wouldn't be surprised if Russell Wilson takes this. Then you got the Sunday night football game. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Chargers. The Steelers, you tied with the Lions. Yeah, I know Mason Rudolph played, but you tied with the Lions. Shame. Just all the shame. That's all I'm going to say about you. The Chargers losing to the Vikings. Wait, that's bad too. Both of you are terrible. This should be a tie again. Both of these teams, they need a win. Chargers, at a time, we're looking great. They were sitting atop their division on top of the AFC West, and now look at them. Look at them. They're like one loss away from going to the basement. Garbage. Meanwhile, the Steelers, they're trying to contend in that AFC North. And listen, it's a tie. It's not a loss, so that's better than nothing. But yeah, the Steelers need to get their act together. We'll see if Big Ben is actually going to play on Sunday. This could be a pretty good game uh, on Sunday night. I'm going to pick the Chargers to win. Though, they really disappointed me last week. Their defense really needs to start containing offenses, and Justin Herbert just needs to basically be perfect, along with Austin Eckler. They need to establish that run game. I'm going to pick the Chargers here, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers wind up suffocating them a little bit. I know that Watt is injured, and the Lions were able to run all over them, so maybe this is the week that Eckler goes off. And then finally... You got the Monday night football game between the New Jersey Giants taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Last time the Giants played, they shocked the world. Not really, they shocked like a few people. Beating the Vegas Raiders. Meanwhile, the Buccaneers, they were just defeated by the Washington football team. It's getting played in Tampa. Tom Brady, gonna be nice and comfortable. Is he gonna have A.B. and Gronk? I don't know, but I do know the Giants are there, and the Giants are gonna be playing the Buccaneers pretty well. I know that Tom Brady wants to beat the pants off of the Giants, and I think that there's a good chance of that happening. Kenny Galladay, a little bit more healthy this week. Maybe he actually decides to do something this week. Maybe, says every single fantasy owner who drafted him. And maybe Eli Manning's going to come out of retirement on the Manning cast and be like, you know what, Tom? I can take you. He puts the war paint on, and he goes to town and then throws an interception because that offensive line is garbage. But I do have the Buccaneers taking this. Tom Brady will probably then not shake Daniel Jones' hand. Oh, wait, no, he'll win this one, so he will. He won't be a man, baby Brady. But Buccaneers should win this, and if they don't, I'll be really happy if they lose to two NFC East teams in a row. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel this week is gonna shake out? Let me know. You know, send me at TomGrossetComedy.com or TomGrossetComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossetComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grossi. And as always, Go Pack Go!